I once had my gastrointestinal system explained to me using an analogy that only a parent of a young child would use. The food I ate, I was told, was moving along my large intestine like those toy trains that are connected by magnets. Here is yesterday's lunch, and pushing that is the Chinese food I had for dinner, and finally, this morning's eggs and bacon. It may not seem like it, but this story holds an important lesson for you, even if you don't know where your large intestine is. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories. Write copy that feels good. It's the no-fluff copywriting podcast that teaches you to write copy you can feel good about and gets you more clients along the way. I'm your host, Jayati Bora, and I'm here to give you a shot of masala for your writing, a way for business owners like you to write copy your way, in your voice, with practical writing tips you can put into action right away. Let's find your words together. Today we're talking about putting the most important ingredient you'll ever need into your copy. You're a small business owner and maybe you bake cupcakes or maybe you're a wedding planner or you're a nutrition coach or a personal trainer. I'm going to assume that you're good at what you do, that you have a gift for it and a passion for it. But when someone asks you in the checkout line what you do, you fumble your words. Maybe there's a pat elevator speech you have, but it sounds hollow and you can't even convince yourself. Or maybe you say something that's not quite what you do or something that sounds so boring. You can see the other person's eyes wandering around the store before you're even finished. Has that ever happened to you? Don't stress out if it has because it has happened to all of us at some point or another. The words themselves might change depending on the context and who's asking, but what stays the same and what puts the passion of conviction in your voice as you say them is how representative you feel they are of you. Think about it. You might say you're a wedding planner, or someone who brings people together on their most special day, or someone who's responsible for a hundred fewer fights with your mom. Each description is true, but you might choose one over the other depending on whether you like to use humor in your copy, or whether you're sentimental, or you might just come out and say the thing, without any bells or whistles, if that represents who you are. So how do you find the words that are right for you? And why should somebody buy your product or hire you as opposed to the next person? The answer is simple. Toy train cars connected by magnets. Okay, hold on. I hear you saying, what does that have to do with writing? It may not seem like much, but only this person with her GI knowledge and her family background could have explained how my digestion works in just this way. And I... Being the mother of a boy who had a whole drawer full of magnetic train toys when he was a kid, I instantly connected with that analogy. We both laughed really hard. And I know the next time someone I know needs help in this arena, I'm going to refer them to Train Track Lady. So that important ingredient I'm talking about that you need to inject into your writing, that's you. If you're a chef, maybe the analogy you would have come up with would have been pasta related. If you're a painter, Maybe you're using the palette to explain. If you're neither of those and just like to hula hoop in your spare time, maybe you'll talk about swinging motions and hips. Okay, clearly I'm not a GI expert. I don't know if you can explain GI things with those analogies. 
But you get the picture. The spice, the masala in your copy is always going to be you. Because that's the one thing that will always separate you from the crowd. Maybe you have really cool branding and maybe you've cornered the market on planning underwater weddings. All of that is great. But clients want to connect with who you are, the person behind the brand. Are you serious and intense? Goofy and lighthearted? Nurturing and caring? All of that comes out in your copy, where you can show off who you are. So if you're trying to put on a French accent because you think it makes you look sophisticated, or you have the thesaurus permanently pulled up on your browser because you like to use long words you would never use in real life, stop doing that. Allow your people to get to know the real you and put the masala back into your copy. All that's well and good, I hear you say. But how do I go about doing that, Jaiti? Ah, I'm so glad you asked. You can start with a story. Tell them a story. We'll break down the art of storytelling in more detail in the upcoming episodes. But if you're stumped for where to start, tell the story of how you started your business. It's okay if you don't have a rags to riches story. Few people do. It's okay if you tried five different things before you landed on this. That's how we learn. And it's definitely okay if you're still experimenting and haven't achieved quote-unquote success yet, however you define that. Let your readers into the journey, take them along with you, and tell them the story of your business. Before I let you go, I want to tell you about Chai in my inbox, which is my email newsletter. I send out emails twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays with more writing tips, funny stories from my life, and the business lessons I learned from them with examples of how copy can show up in the wild. My email list is where I experiment a bit more, get more personal, and have a back-and-forth conversation with my readers. So if you're digging this and digging me, subscribe to my email list and you'll get a free mini-course on how to build a relationship with your audience as thanks. That's at cuttingchaistories.com slash subscribe. I'll put the link in the show notes. Till I see you again next Thursday, Put some toy trains into your copy.